Celebrating mothers across the globe. Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family under construction. Career under construction. Relationships under construction. Emotions. I know mine live under construction. Finances under construction. We might as well be under, under construction, construction together. together. Welcome to Under Construction with your girl Tamar Braxton. Now, I hope y'all listened to me a few weeks back when I advised y'all to grab your Mother's Day gifts because if you are still trucking around here giftless, I'm going to let you know right now a Mama's Day card ain't going to make it in time for Mother's Day. Okay. The mail is running extra super slow and all the procrastinators doing a full court press right now to make magic happen. So I hope that ain't you. I'm talking to somebody, but I hope it ain't you. Okay. I mean, for real, I feel like Mother's Day is that one occasion when everybody should straighten up and fly right. Right. I mean, that goes for the kids, the husbands, the baby daddies, everybody. Don't bring the woman in your life drama on Mother's Day, y'all. Like that's a whole oxymoron if you ask me. Well, check this out. May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. And I think it's safe to say, if you're subscribed to the Under Construction Podcast, then you know how near and dear mental health awareness and acceptance means to me. And everybody hold up. Side note, if you ain't subscribed to Under Construction, go on ahead and hit that subscribe button, okay? Okay, let's go back to what I was saying. So every week throughout the month of May, I'm going to share a mental health statistic. For instance, did you know that one in five adults in America experience mental illness? Yeah, let me run that back to you again. One in five adults in America experience a mental illness. That means that's you sitting in the chair and count four people and the person in the fifth chair, chair, they going through the same thing. Okay, so guess what? We all in the same gang. How about that? (laughs) Now, look, that is why it's important for us to grant ourselves and others grace. And we really got to fall back on passing judgment, please. Okay, so now that we're invested in our mental knowledge, let's bless our spirit with our weekly affirmation. Y'all, this has become my favorite part of the show. Here we go. I'm not perfect, but I'm exactly where and who I'm supposed to be in this moment. Oh, baba. Oh, oh. Let me run that back real quick. Did that just bless you? Okay, let me run that back. I am not perfect, but I'm exactly where and who I'm supposed to be in this moment. Now, have y'all ever felt like you're not where you think you should be? Well, today's affirmation is reminding us that even in our times of struggle, grief, loneliness, and trials, we are exactly where we need to be. Yes, baby, you are right in that spot where you are supposed to be. It is ordained, okay? But there's a lesson that's going to lead our blessing, okay? Amen, somebody. Somebody pass the plate. Mm-hmm. Bless the prophet. Bless the prophet, okay? All right, everybody, let's speak this affirmation one more time. I'm not perfect, but I'm exactly where and who I'm supposed to be in this moment. And that's that on that. All right, everybody, today on Tamar's Takes... Should you feel bad if you want to spend Mother's Day alone? Please don't judge me for this one because, y'all, Mother's Day as a single mother hits a little bit different over here, okay? (laughs) I know because I've been on both sides. When me and my baby daddy was together, we spent Mother's Day as a family. And the gifts would arrive. It was like a second birthday. So, listen, in full transparency, do y'all ever just feel like, I just want to have 
a free day or Mother's Day. Like, don't y'all think like the daddy should take the kids and let me just get my life doing nothing? I think it's selfish for the daddies to leave your kids at home on Mother's Day. Like, I want to say, hey, how y'all doing? Praise God. Bring me breakfast. Won't he do it? (laughs) Now, bye. Okay, and that's not shade. That is Mother's Day. Mother's Day is supposed to be spent how the mother wants to spend it. Okay, so don't go planning nothing for me without asking me. Hey, pumpkin, what you want to do for Mother's Day? Ding, ding, ding. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because on Father's Day, the fathers do not like being with their kids. Period. Say I'm lying. No. So on Mother's Day, we would like the same treatment in this bitch. (laughs) Now, I know I can't be the only mama who's had these thoughts, but if I am... All right, I'm finna keep it a thou Baby, it is all me. All right, y'all, it's time to tap into that keep it a thou thou inbox and pull out a few questions for your girl. Let's see what we got today. Tamar, how did I stop being jealous in my relationship? I find I'm always comparing myself to Instagram models my man follows on IG and thinking I fall short because I want to be the finest female he's ever seen. How do I stop being insecure so I don't self-sabotage again? I mean, it's simple. Don't be insecure. (laughs) I mean, that's really all it boils down to. And, you know, I get it. Look, I'm a female too, right? And if a dude I was dating had a whole bunch of Instagram models, first of all, let me just give you this disclaimer. They all got filters. Ain't none of that shit real, okay? They might look like a nightingale on the screen, but they do look like Princess Fiona at night in person, okay? And what I was saying is sometimes looking at, you know, your man or your boyfriend or whoever look at other Instagram models can make you insecure. Like, why are he looking at that? Is that what he like? I don't look like that. But I just say simply ask the dude. Boom. Why are you looking at that? Is that what you like? Y'all got to be, listen, y'all better stop being afraid to open y'all mouths and asking these dudes these questions and stop being afraid these dudes going to pack up and go because if they're going to pack up and go, they're going to go. So tap them on the shoulder. Hey, pumpkin. Now, don't be confrontational. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch your approach. Hey, pumpkin. How's it going? <laughs> yes, he's able. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you looking at these models on IG? Do you think that they're attractive? Do you wish that I looked like that? Because that's not who I am. Boom. And see what his answer is. I bet you he's just looking just to be looking. Because, you know, guys are nosy. They're nosier than us. (laughs) Okay? So, you know, you got to stop putting yourself in those Instagram models category and accept yourself for who you are. And that is really just the bottom line. You are you. Period. Love you. Tough. Okay, question number two. Hi, Tamar. I'm recently divorced and would like to maintain an amicable relationship with my ex for the sake of our children. Do you have any advice for a newbie or precautionary things to watch out for? His personality, narcissist. Mine, peacekeeper. Why? Oh. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) No. Now, this is hard because you call him a narcissist and then you call yourself a peacekeeper when if he, in fact, is a real narcissist, then you're not a peacekeeper. You are abused. (laughs) And so you want to keep the peace to keep your narcissist calm. 
And I think that's what you're asking me. How do I keep my narcissistic ex-husband calm? Well, you can't. <laughs> because he's going to be how he is going to be. You have to do research on narcissists and how they act and why they act that way and just be you and do you. You know what I'm saying? It's never going to be amicable. You're never going to have an amicable relationship with a narcissist. That's never going to happen. You're never going to win. You really do, honestly. You know, how I figure you have to deal with a narcissist is cut them off and let it be about your kids. Set boundaries to a narcissist. Y'all know the, the signs when you go to the zoo, don't feed the animals. Well, it's a fact in life. Don't feed the animals. A narcissistic person is an animal. They're an animal. You cannot tame them. Don't feed the animal. No, it's never going to be amicable. And you, Miss Peacekeeper, are never going to gain control over this narcissist. It's never going to happen. He's always going to be overpowering. He's always going to be a narcissist. And that's that on that. Okay? So set your boundary Text him only about your kids and leave it at that. That is not your friend. If he was your friend, he'd be your husband. Ah! <laughs> amen. <laughs> and amen. Well, <laughs> I hope y'all like the relationship advice I'm spitting today because y'all keep showing up with these relationship questions like I'm in a successful relationship. Y'all tried it. <laughs> if you use any of my suggestions, I mean, I would really like to know how things turned out. I don't know. Maybe I'm a relationship specialist. Who ain't got no man. <laughs> well, look, I just really hope keeping a thousand dollars not only entertaining, but beneficial. All right, everybody. If you'd like to have your questions answered during an upcoming episode of Under Construction, shoot your girl a note to ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. Look, child, I ain't got all the answers, but you can count on me to always keep it a thousand dollars. Now, up next, we're going into the blueprint. This, this is the blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Child, they say nothing compares to a mother's love. And I am so blessed to have such an amazing, beautiful, blessed, and God-fearing woman as my mama. You know her as Evelyn Braxton. I know her as my mom. The woman is responsible for giving birth to six talented children. Me, of course. Miss Tony Braxton, Trina Braxton, Tracy Braxton, Tawanda Braxton, and my brother, Michael Braxton. But she's also responsible for developing our voices and managing our careers throughout their infancy. I'm delighted to introduce to some and reintroduce to others my favorite woman on this earth, my mama, Miss Evelyn Braxton. But y'all better call her Miss E. She'll pop the. <laughs> well, what's happening, mama? Happy Mother's hey. Day. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Same to you, pretty girl. Happy Mother's Day. My thanks. You know, I almost missed out on Mother's Day, which is an extra birthday. <laughs> So Without silly. getting older, you get to get gifts and cards and celebrate it. I love it. I love it. And, and you know what? Another thing that I love about Mother's Day, we always made a big deal out of yes. Mother's Day. Yes, and until I became a mother, did I understand why? You know, like I'd like to say. It, me and my sisters and my brother has had the most phenomenal mother on the planet. Oh, thank you. We so do. Much. We have you an amazing. It's true. We have an amazing mother. She's funny. Is I don't know what. She's shady boots, child, and I'm here for it. Not um, shady boots. Oh, mommy! A lot of people say that I am like the younger version of you. <laughs> oh, oh, that's you so know sweet. You've heard that. Well, yes, thank you. Yes. Did you tell them thank you? 
Always, always, because okay. I think that I think that you're such a, not just an amazing mother. You you are a phenomenal person, and like you've been like a mother to so many of us, like outside of just you know your biological children, children, but your right. your adopted children and the children all around the world from being you know a, a mother on television. Do you know that oh. you're like one of the most celebrated black mothers? Period. Don't see me. Oh God, that, right? I feel honored. Yeah, I've heard. But you do know that. Yes, of course. Of thank course. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So so I just wanted to, I, I usually don't start like this, but I just wanted to say, we really wanted to introduce you, my mama, Miss Evelyn. She do not like being called Evelyn. She don't like it. Okay. She like Miss no, E. No. Okay. Right. So under That's construction, right. you know, I just, I just feel like a lot of people only see, you know, certain sides of you. And I think we want to dive into what people don't see in a normal see. Every day on this show. Okay. Hey, I think that's great. Okay. First, I wanted to start off by saying a lot of people, I I don't know how this has like gone over so many people's heads, but I think they think like daddy was the only pastor in the house. Most people don't know. We had a daddy who was a pastor and a mama who was a pastor at two different churches. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We really grew up like that. And so I just wanted to know, did you did you ever feel any pressure behind that? Or did you ever feel like you were like in dad's shadow because you both did the same thing? No, I think your daddy felt like he was in mine. <laughs> I was I was drinking some Dr. Pepper and almost met my creator. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, just just, just understand it. You know, sometimes when there's two people and they're in the same profession, uh-huh. and uh, one probably feel like the other are exceeding or what have you, or especially uh-huh. in the ministry that God is dealing with that one more than da-da-da-da. Yeah, there's a spiritual jealousy, I think, that take take place. What God has for you is for you. Your gift is not my gift and my gift is not yours. So you work within your gift and let God use you. So do you think that's how you handled your daughters with kind of sort of the same gift? Like all of us wanted to be singers at first. You know what I mean? And how do you have five? First of all, it's hard raising five girls. It's hard raising one. I have a boy. (laughs) But I can't imagine raising five, five girls with Five different totally personalities, and they all want to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, and none of us are jealous of each other, which is the craziest mm-hmm. thing, because most people think we mm-hmm. have a lot of sibling rivalry. Do you think that that's how you were able to instill those k- t- kind of goals, at, well, attributes yeah. in us? I think so, because I always always told you guys what God has for you is for you. Your gift is not Tony. Tony's gift is not yours. Trina, Tawanda, Tracy, or Michael. It's who you are. So work within the calling and the gifts that God has given you. And with that, you won't fail. But when you're trying to be someone else, you, you can't. You have to be who you are. And I believe that. Totally believe that. I I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, I think that is something for 
a lot of people to it was it's hard for some people to grasp that because I think you know coming from big families they feel the pressure of being who their siblings or their parents or the family business is instead of just being themselves Absolutely. you know what I'm saying so That's let me right. ask you a question what if what if one of us didn't want to be in show business growing up how would you have handled that well, I think that you need to be who you are and who you w- want to be. Like Michael. Michael yeah. always wanted to be a nurse. So My brother, Michael guys. is Yeah, that Michael um does not like the show business. He yeah. loves being a nurse, you know, working with other people, being there and what have you, going to school. I mean, he is a professional student. Let's keep it real. Yeah. But he loves what he's doing, and I'm happy for him, and I'm proud. So be who you are. Didn't I tell you she's a part, she is the head of the Shady Bunch? Like, my brother has been in school since I was 17. He got so many degrees. I didn't know they were still giving out degrees. <laughs> I don't even know how many degrees he got. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is true. But I'm happy and I'm proud. I'm proud to be his mother. I'm proud to be your mother. Uh, Trina, Tawanda, Tracy, Tony. I'm just proud because I think you guys are the greatest. Yes, sometimes you you act a fool, but I think you guys are wonderful. I'll not take that either, but thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Most families, that's what they do. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. Did you ever want to have a big family like the one that you have now? Absolutely not. I, I didn't think that because when your dad and I got married and I got pregnant, they told me that I will only have one or two kids at the most. And God bless us with six. So I feel that everything was done in God's own divine order. Yeah. Just because the doctor said so does not mean that's true and we can see that because look at you you here oh lord and i'm the youngest (laughs) and you're the youngest six one well why do you think they told you that well because during that time they didn't know a whole lot about female i'm already i think i'm rh negative and braxton is rh positive and then the way i'm built you know and they just felt like i wouldn't be able to conceive carry that many kids oh wow right 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 I mean, I'm I'm built great now. I'm fine as a Georgia pine, but that's not what they were talking about. <laughs> okay, Mama, <laughs> you are. <laughs> so, uh, Lord, I can't. How am I have this interview? <laughs> just how, you know me. Just I, just <laughs> relax and do your interview because you already know me. Because I feel you know what I feel. I feel like I feel like I know you, but I feel like there's some things that I I don't know. I like I feel like there's a lot that I don't know, especially when and you never young. will. But it's okay. What you? Oh, well, I was gonna ask a couple things though. I well, was gonna ask. ask. Do you think that coming from a big family made you basically prepare for a big family? You know what I mean? Because there's no way I could be raising five or six kids. It's just not how. Well, I don't think that it prepared me. Because remember, we, my sisters and I are the youngest. We're the, my yeah. brothers and my sisters were old enough to be my parents. So I grew up with my nieces and my nephews. 
So I didn't grow up basically with my older brothers and sisters and, and just a few and what have you. So no, and mom was just, just mom, you know, yeah. she was the greatest mother. I think that God ever put on earth. So I had a good role the second. model. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. I had a great role model. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So, with you coming from a big family and then you having one yourself and raising kids, what age do you think is the hardest? Do you Growing think that's a difference between a male or female? Which age do you think is the hardest for a male and then a female? Yes, it's a, it's a big difference between males and females. For God's sake, even when they're with them growing up, I think that it's difficult raising girls. Period. I don't care what anybody says. Is it? Why you say because, that? Because they're different. Their mindset is very different. They, I thought I was pretty doing, easy. What you mean? <clears throat> anyway, the way the way <laughs> of doing things is different than a boy. From what that's my experience could be different with someone else. Michael was easy as pie. Like Logan. No. Right. <laughs> no. Right. But Michael, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. Michael kept his room clean. Michael would do what he needed to do. And it, it was just the way it is. If Michael was supposed to be home 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Michael was home 11 o'clock. It wasn't no yeah. if and and buts about it. That's just who he was. But you know, um, sometimes with you guys, I'm just keeping it real. And especially when you would go out with your girlfriends and what have you, something will happen to the car, this and that. Oh, but okay. We tried it. You saying we tried? Yeah, it, you girl. tried it. Y'all tried it. <laughs> yeah, Y'all tried it. But that was all right. So you think girls are different because they're mouthy, or, or is it their hormones all over the place? What do you think? I think their hormones are over the place, but I think they also have a quieter spirit than a boy, okay? I think that, okay, you can get like you guys. You guys would play with the, your tea sets and mm -hmm. your dolls and this and that, and, and you was quiet. Yes. Okay? Whereas Michael... He was somewhat quiet, but um, when Craig, his friend, I knew Craig was in the room. As simple as that. Because they were loud playing with, playing with the trucks and this and that and blah, 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 and laughing. Then they would go outside and, you know, they did and play whatever. But, you know, the girls, they were a little laid back. Well, you know, I think that girls are sassy. And boys are just bad. They destroy your stuff. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, yeah Michael. Why? Michael. Why nobody Michael prepared me for that? <laughs> like, I can't have nothing nice. I remember I used to have nice stuff. I don't have nothing nice. My chair's got three legs now. My end table got cracks in it. I, what happened? Nobody told me that boys destroy your things. Logan is all boy. That's what they used to say years ago. Oh, he's yeah. just all boy. You know what I mean? That that uh, type of thing. But remember, Michael took your dancing doll, the ballerina, took the motor out of the head, and then made a little small buffer <laughs> so he could buff the car. So that, you know, they're very inquisitive. Very much Boys so. are bad. 
I'm sorry, I got a boy. They bad. I'm I don't sorry. think they're bad. They're all over. I, I, Mommy, yes, they are. I don't like using yes, they that are. word bad. They're okay, not so what would you bad. like? What would you like to call it, Mama? Because it just, I don't tell Logan that to his face because I don't want him to live up to it, right? Yeah, but he's living up to it. it. He's living up to it. Without me saying it, he's living up to it, okay? He hides snacks under the bed. You know what I'm saying? Kids, like, the girl does that too. He tears apart everything. He can't have a toy longer than 20 minutes. It's, it's just like, what happened? Because he want to see what makes it tick. He want to see what makes it work. Why is it doing that? I found out years ago that girls by nature are nurturing. Boys are just like a hunter. They do what they do. Yeah. And let them expand. Let them grow. It's all right. They'll, okay. they'll calm down just a little bit, maybe. But that's just the way it is. I have accepted it for whatever it is. Yeah, so, accepted. Let him be who he my is. Newest, my newest struggle is virtual learning. And although now me and Logan's teacher, I feel like it's like my tightest homegirl because we got to keep in contact so my son will pass the second grade over the computer. What would you say to parents who struggle with virtual learning and like, from home and barely have any time for themselves anymore because I don't have no time for myself. You call me, like, what you doing? I'm like, Logan's in school, so therefore I'm in school. We are both in school, and I still have to work and hold down the fort. What would you say? You have to sacrifice now for your children's future later. Come on. That's hey. just the way it is. Either you sacrifice now and be there for the kids and give up and allow them to learn and be the best that they could be, or you just ignore them and you're stuck with them for the rest of their lives because they didn't learn anything. Wow. So, they, so they're going to stay with you. How are they going to get a job? They can't because you got to read. You got to know one and one is two. Mm -hmm. So you either sacrifice now or you pay later. How about that? Make a choice. Yeah, because, you know, you are an adult longer than you are a child. They're not That's what I kept for a long I time. I kept trying to tell you guys that you only, you're only a child up until 18. Now, I still don't, I don't understand that, okay? You are uh, 17 years old that night. Tomorrow, you're 18. Now, what really gets me, the parents think that this child grew into wisdom, knowledge overnight from 17 to 18. So now they know better. The kids don't know any better. They have to grow into wisdom, and parents need to stop, for God's sake. They really work on my nerves. You know, let that child mature. Let them grow. Be there for them. You're, you're 18 now. You got to do this. And you got to do that. And what? He was just 17 yesterday. Yeah. Anybody home? Still a baby. You know? So help him to develop. You know, teach him how to uh, develop. Because from the time he's 18, no going back. No going back. Sometimes you push your kids because you want to like, and sometimes parents think the children are in the way. How they're in the way. And if you don't teach those kids 
They'll be 27, 28, 30 years old. Now, they really will be in the way. Because by then, they should have a life. By 25, they should have a life out of college. But if you don't teach them and show them, they're going to be right there with you. We have to shape our kids. Definitely have to shape, shape them. They'll be right there with you. And then, then you're really complaining. We're speaking with my mom, Miss E, for this special Mother's Day edition of Under Construction. Stay with us. We're back into the blueprint talking with my mama, Miss Evelyn Braxton. So, mama, let's just, I'm going to ask you a question. You know, I'm just going to ask you to be honest for two minutes, okay? Because I know I this thought is I was. But okay. Super Go ahead, honest. Baby. Super honest. Because this is a big part of who you are. Now, everybody knows that. No mama, and I'm going to put it out there just like this because this is how it is. Nobody's mama can cook better than my mama, period. Try it. You won't. Period. She can make anything, anything, everything. And she taught all of us, well, some of us. And I just wanted to know See? from you, who do you think the mm -mm. best cook is mm -mm. Mm -mm. besides me? Mm -mm. No, besides I think, me. I think all of you have your specialty. Every last one of you have your specialty. And I'm telling you, I enjoy all of it. Every one of you cooking. Oh, my God. Incredible. Look mm -hmm. at God. No, that is such, that is such a cop-out, Mama. No, now, that's not No, true. that's not a cop-out. I've always yeah, said that. But that's not a fact. It's not it's a fact. Katrina can't cook. Tawana can only what? cook chicken. I ain't had her what? chicken in 20 years. I don't need to eat chicken no more. And Tony, everybody knows she make bite-sized vittles. I, I, come on. Only people that can really cook is me and Tracy, okay? Tracy is your sister, earthly, reincarnated in the kitchen, period, okay? And I am the sous chef to that. That means I can cook too. So, I mean, it's really me and Tracy. That's it. That's it. All right. But it's then. okay to say. You ain't think about it like that. You ain't think that Tracy cook like Earthly, huh? I know. I know Tracy. Tracy is an excellent cook. I know that. And so are and you. So, so is it depends no. on the <laughs> recipe. Why you just won't say, Mama? Because you, you are trying to get me to say that for years. Because it's just at, at some point you just gotta be honest with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, what else? What have you had of Tawanda's that was delicious besides fried chicken? What else? All of it. Her fish. I ain't never had it. See, but I have. But you had chicken and fish. Don't make you a good cook. No, it's not only um, with that, but her string beans is incredible too. <laughs> <laughs> She's a great cook. All of them. All of you. Oh, God, that almost took me out of here. I'm really serious. All of you have your own specialty. Now, you're not going to get me to say, well, did you, did you? you know, I don't okay, do that. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let yeah, it go. I don't do that. I let it go. Okay, okay, but we're gonna get back to you and your cooking and how good you cook. Yeah, get back cook. to me. Yeah. Yes, and me. How, how cooking has like turned into your ministry. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how, how the two has married each other, your cooking and your ministry? Well, for one, one thing, uh, food is life. Food gives life. We are alive, okay? And so I can, it's like the spaghetti. 
that I fixed, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago. The spaghetti, that's the parents, okay? And when the spaghetti boils, it sticks together. The mom and the dad, they supposed to be together, okay? In raising and doing things and being an example. And then when you put the sauce in, that's the children gathering around you, surrounding you, loving you, enhancing your life. Look at God. And so God, well, the spices, that's God. That's God holding everything together. That's God putting everything in that needs to be in. That's God. Because, listen, without spices, you're not going to eat it. It's bland. Well, very bland. Without God, you're really not going to make it. Come on, somebody. Because he's the air that you breathe, the water that you drink, and the blood that's running warm in your veins. He's the one that gives that to give life. You can have that spaghetti, but if it doesn't have all of these seasoning, the spices, and the power that's in it, it doesn't have life. So what you're going to do? You're going to throw it away because you can't eat it. It's no good. So you have to keep God in there. You have to put the spices in there. You have to put the pepper in there so God can show you Listen, you have to keep some pepper in your relationship. You have to keep some spices or to die. You got to put some salt in there. God is the salt. For the flavor. For the flavor. Mm-hmm. And not only, not and the keeping power. Years ago, you don't know anything about this. I really don't either. But I heard my daddy talk about it. (laughs) They used to kill, uh, what, hogs and all of that. And they had um, a salt house where they would salt the stuff down. Salt everything down. And then put it in my dad. I can't remember um, the details word for word. And then put it in this, like, smokehouse. And they could eat off of that for years, even though, even though there were critters that took over it. But they would cut that off. And it was still good. So even though the world tried to destroy you and stop you, but you cut that off. And you got to keep going. Why? Because God is the keeping power. And that's how I see it. Okay. God is life. He's the one that right. gives life. He's in everything you do. Right. Even a flower that grows, God is in that. Yeah. Because everything have its own way of surviving. Even with the hot dog. Well, how he have the hot dog? 
I'll tell you right now. I was looking at a show one day. Apparently they were out working or what have you. She came home first. Then he came in. But let me tell you what she did. She saw the dog. Hi, Spot! I'm just using Spot because I can't remember the dog's name. Hi, Spot! How are you? How was your day? How was your day? How was your day? Man walked in. Nobody said nothing. Nobody asked him how his day went. Nothing. So busy kissing on the dog. Now, there's nothing wrong with loving your animal, animals. Because, you know, I had a dog. Let's keep it real. So, what I did, I took a hot dog. And I made a batter. And laid it out. And I cooked. <laughs> this girl want to holler. But I don't care. <laughs> I turned it over. And I browned it, kind of, well, not brown, but cooked on both sides. Then I boiled this hot dog, okay? Mm -hmm. I laid this hot dog on this little, I call it a little pancake I made, very thin. I put, if you want to, I put onions in it. I put uh, cheese. And if you want to, you can put chili chili in it, whatever you want. So what I did, after I put the hot dog on top of the cheese, I began to wrap it and wrap it and wrap it and wrap it. Because a lot of times we are in relationship and we're ships and we're looking for validation, but you're not going to get it from that partner. So therefore, you have to love yourself. You have to become that rap dog. And each time you rap that, you like hugging yourself, hugging yourself, giving yourself validation, thanking God for you. Because sometimes your spouse not going to give it to you. Then what? So I call it the rap dog. Rap yourself. Love yourself. Validate yourself. There's no one greater than you except God, for God's sakes. And if you don't love yourself and you're sitting and waiting for validation for somebody else, you'll just fall apart. And they're not worth that. What you're doing, you're giving them too much power over you. You keep your own power. How about that? So is this what you'll be sharing in, in your new cooking series that you? This out? is exactly what I share. You know, man felt bad, and women too, not just men. But I just happened to see that for God's the sake. The story, yeah, yeah. The story. So you tell stories through food. Dog. Through food, you know that through food. But okay, wow. it's an interview. Through food, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when God. <laughs> And when God give me a thought, I run with it. I'm like, yeah. look at God. Well, all right. Well, how do you think you can decipher the word of God from your own thoughts, though? Well, for one thing, I believe that everything is done in God's own divine order. And if it's my own thoughts, Evelyn may fail you. Evelyn just may do things her way. 
But I think that when you put God first, you know it's God. Yeah. You know it's God. I mean, who knows the mind of God? But when you hear it all the time, you be, yeah. it becomes a part of you. And you becomes a part of it. And you know where your strength lies. And that is J-O-B. Well, it's my J-O-B to know yeah. that my Redeemer, my Redeemer lives, to know who I am. And I'm not letting it go. I don't care who believe it. I don't care who does not at all believe it. I know. And since I know, I don't have to prove a thing. Now you know the rest of the story. Any other questions? I do have. <laughs> go ahead, because I got you. I want to know, as well as the listeners, where we can get this ministry, this food ministry. Where can we find it? Where can we see it? Thank God for Jesus. I will be with Lauren Grace Media. Who's that? That's the people that I sign with that I'm going to have a cooking show with. So we, we are not having the episodes on Instagram anymore? No. But I'm excited. I'm very, very excited about it. I'm thrilled about it because they was looking one day and they saw. And they like, oh, my God. They realized that I had a story to tell and they loved what I was doing. And so it was just a thrill just to talk to them, just to hear what they had to say. And just to know that they felt that what I was doing was important. And uh, it was more than cooking, but it was reaching the people, it was reaching the souls, it was reaching the minds, and so on and so forth. And so they just really, they really appreciated it. And so here I am. Great. So your, your cooking show will be you cooking and giving... Giving advice. life stories and advice. Right. That's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, because, I mean, you could already cook. And you already is a really, you're an amazing storyteller. And everybody loves to sit around and listen to your stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because life begets life. Food is life. Because if you don't eat, you die. Facts. So when are you going to start shooting, shooting this? Because we need to see this. Well, you will, you will, you will. Um, we're getting ready to do a release. Well, Mom, I'm so proud of you, and I look forward to your series, and I look forward to tuning in. And uh, now that you're not a mother uh, on the Braxton, now you're a mother in the kitchen, and I'll take that. Look at God. Both of them we love. Both of well, them thank love. you so much, Tamar. I'm so proud of you. I think you're doing a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I, I see you're heading reconstruction. Under construction. Under construction. Well, same thing, but under. Under <laughs> sounds good to me. And so um, I think that, um, I think you're about a good work. I think you're helping others that feels like, oh, what do I do and how do I do it? And you just bounce back, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful you, in my sight. Yeah. Thank you, Mama. It's all about healing out loud. The same thing you're doing, but you're doing through food. Healing Absolutely. through food. I'm healing through food. And so, 
like I said, I was I was thrilled to um, collaborate um, with Lauren Grace Media on my new lifestyle television show, Cooking Period. with Miss E. Yes. How about that? So Won't he do it? Mm-hmm. Yes, everybody. It's Evelyn Braxton, my mama. Happy Mother's Day. Well, thank <laughs> you so much. And you too. Happy, happy Mother's Day to you too. Look, I know this episode was a little bit different, y'all, but you know when your mama's the guest, there's no telling what's going to be said and how the interview is going to go. But y'all, that's my mama and I love her. I'm so proud of all the amazing things she continues to do to bring joy, love, and hope to others. And y'all look, be sure to follow my mama on Instagram to learn more about her new cooking series. And I know that's got to be a book to follow suit. So stay tuned for that as well. Now, if you didn't take heed to my advice about early shopping for Mother's Day, guess what? Your girl's got you covered. Hit your girl up on Cameo.com slash Tamar Braxton and request a special message to your mom, your wife, your baby mama, grandma, whoever the special woman in your life. Look, your girl Tay-Tay is here to make her day extra special. So hit me up again. It's Cameo.com slash Tamar Braxton. Well, everybody, that's our show for today. You want to hit me up with a question or comment about the show? You can email me at ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters you see with Tamar at gmail.com. And if no one else tells you, remember, I love you. And I mean it. Because we're all under construction together. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Mosauce, a Stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lavitz. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Music provided by Radio and Audio Everywhere Company. More 